0: Good morning and welcome to our daily reflection. My name's Reverend Mark Wade. I'm the hub leader in the west of Wigan. Today, we are looking at the life of Samson and our reading comes from Judges chapter 15, reading verses one to 19. Some time later, Samson went to visit his wife during the wheat at harvest and took her a young goat. He told her father, I want to go to my wife's room, but he wouldn't let him go in. He told Samson, I really thought that you hated her, so I gave her to your friend, but her younger sister is prettier anyway. You can have her instead. Samson said, This time I'm not going to be responsible for what I do to the Philistines. So he went and caught 300 foxes, two at a time. He tied their tails together and put torches in the knots then he set fire to the torches and turned the foxes loose in the philistine wheat fields in this way he burned up not only the wheat that had been harvested but also the wheat that was still in the fields the olive orchards were also burned When the Philistines asked who had done this, they learned that Samson had done it because his father-in-law, a man of Timnah, had given Samson's wife to a friend of Samson's. So the Philistines went, burned the women to death and burned down her father's house. Samson told them, So this is how you act. I swear that I won't stop until I pay you back. He attacked them fiercely and killed many of them. Then he went and stayed in a cave in a cliff At Etam, the Philistines came and camped in Judah and attacked the town of Lehi. The men of Judah asked, Why are you attacking us? They answered, We have come to take Samson prisoner and to treat him as he treated us. So these three thousand men of Judah went to the cave at the cliff of Etam and said to Samson, Don't you know that the Philistines are our rulers? What have you done to us? He answered, I did to them just what they did to me. They told him, we have come here to tie you up so we can hand you over to them. Samson said, give me your words that you won't kill me yourselves. All right, they said, we are going to tie you up and hand you over to them. We won't kill you. So they tied him up with two ropes and brought him back from the cliff. When he got to Lehi, the Philistines came running towards him, shouting at him. Suddenly the power of the Lord made him strong, and he broke the ropes around his arms and hands as if they were burnt thread. Then he found a jawbone of a donkey that had recently died. He reached down and picked it up and killed a thousand men with it. So Samson sang, "'With the jawbone of a donkey, I killed a thousand men. "'With the jawbone of a donkey, I piled them up in piles.' "'After that, he threw the jawbone away. "'The place where this happened was named ramath "'Then Samson became very thirsty, so he called to the Lord and said, "'You gave me this great victory. "'Am I now going to die of thirst and be captured by these heathen Philistines?' Then God opened a hollow place in the ground, there at Lehi, and water came out of it. Samson drank it and began to feel much better. So the spring was named Hachor. It is still there at Lehi. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Samson defeats the Philistines. The life of Samson has everything. Today there is no mention of hair, but I'm sure many of us are looking towards their long-awaited haircut next week. But today our passage speaks of betrayal, hurt and brokenness, violence, power and even a song about a jawbone of a donkey. I'm yet to sing that hymn, but maybe there is a songwriter in lockdown writing this. There's so much we could unpack from this passage. In this series, we're exploring God's power, not our human power. Power can be such a blessing, but also can destroy families, workplaces and churches. In the fight for power and control, letting go of power can be hard. Several football clubs have tried to have an ex-football manager normally very loved to go upstairs to the boardroom when a new manager comes in and most of the time this does not work because there is a power struggle coming down the stairs or fans campaigning bring back whoever it is. Many of us would have seen this in churches when someone steps down from a role but struggles to let go of the power and responsibility. Like these examples, we see in our passage today, a struggle of power, aggressive power, death and destruction. Samson is not soft with his words. Here are some examples of his power fight statements. In verse 3, Samson said, This time I'm not going to be responsible for what I do to the Philistines. Verse seven, Samson told them, so this is how you act. I swear that I won't stop until I pay you back. Verse 12, give me your word that you won't kill me yourselves. Verse 16, with the jawbone of a donkey, I killed a thousand men. With the jawbone of a donkey, I piled them up in piles. And in verse 18, and Samson became very thirsty. So he called to the Lord and said, You gave me this great victory. Am I going to die first and be captured by these heathen Philistines? What we see is Samson going through a lot in these 18 verses today. However, underneath it all, we see the power of God working in him and meeting Samson in the mess and pain. On paper, Samson should have been dead. There is no way he should have been able to defeat the Philistines. There is an argument that he should have died as he had some major anger and forgiveness problems. Yet God saw something in Samson, even in his anger and even at the end of the passage, in his whinging to God, asking him, are you going to let me die at first? God is a God of miracles. God's power comes upon us and does amazing things. God's power is better than our power. Samson found this in this passage. And as we journey on with Samson, we see this. God's power lives in us and works in us. But are we aware that we may be ignoring it and wanting our own power? Power is a gift. Using power in the wrong way can destroy. Being led by God's power can be transformative. Take, for example, that PCC meeting, that school governor's meeting, that family gathering. Imagine if we stepped down from our own fight. That fight to have control and your voice to be the loudest. Have we let God's power come upon us? Let God's power lead us. We would see transformation in us, our family, our meetings, our relationships. God's power is the most powerful gift we can be given, better than any role or title. We're all each called by name, by God, and are invited into a relationship. And in that relationship, we're invited to come and follow and not be led by ourselves, not have an agenda, but to let God's power and plan take over. Samson fought against this. This nearly led to his destruction and death. Are you willing and ready to put down your power games and let God's power take over you and all you do? Shall we pray together? God, we thank you. We thank you. You walk with us. We are sorry when we let our own power, our own mind, our own agendas take over. We pray, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, fill us, come Holy Spirit, lead us. Let your power fill us, let your power lead us. We pray this in the name of Jesus, Amen. And shall we gather our prayers together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as in heaven, give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Take care. I'll see you soon. God bless.